a Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. Right now I'm joined by Hannah van der Giesen. Morena to you. Morena. You are the OUSA postgrad student representative. How's lockdown going for you right now? Oh, well, it's all right. We're about seven weeks in, so I'm definitely uh, getting getting past the stages, the honeymoon stages, mm-hmm, and on mm-hmm. the real-life aspects of it. So, yeah, it's going about a six out of ten. Because, of course, you're studying as well, right? <laughs> yeah, my um, my thesis is actually due in, a, in about three weeks, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Things are really firing up. Yeah. <laughs> if you can imagine. But, I mean, that's the, that's the good thing about OUSA and, and the people that sit on the executive. You are students too. So yeah. all the things that, that the students are going through at the moment, you're going through that also, um, as well yeah. as trying to advocate uh, for a better outcome for the students. So, um, you know, it's a, you're the perfect people to represent those people. So, I mean... Where are postgrad studies sitting in this current climate right now? Uh, well, postgrad students, in my eyes, are affected more um, harshly by COVID than undergraduate students. I mean, every student's affected, obviously, but postgrads are unique in the way that we have um, lab studies and we have data collection externally that um, has been, you know, vastly affected by COVID. So, so what is the uni doing for taught postgrad? students you know are they doing enough what are they trying to do and is it working um well they've just released the hardship fund which is something i i pushed for a lot and a lot of us um ousa peeps did um so for postgrad students that that means that they're going to be able to access funds to um extend their scholarships or um pay for living costs pay for visa extensions etc so I think the uni's um, it's done well, but it, it was a bit slow on the offtake, but we're, we're there now. Yeah, yeah. And it is interesting for postgraduate students for, for a number of reasons. A lot of postgraduate students work. Uh, a lot of them work in the uni. Um, you know, some could be tutoring and the like. So um, a lot of them are missing out on, um, on a lot of income. Uh, and because you're, yeah. not, you know, because you're not part, you, you can't get an allowance. Um, that makes things really tricky, right? Yeah, and I mean, to do with tutoring and um, being a research assistant, we had something that came up earlier this year where we found there was a bit of a pay discrepancy between um, students that were hired as a tutor or a research assistant versus a non-student that was hired. And it was about two two bucks of difference between the pay. And um, that was something that we were following up with the TEU, with the Tertiary Education Union. And um, we actually got the... um, the wage increased after a month or so. So that was good work, but um, that was only for research assistants, I think. So we need to still work on uh, getting the tutor's wage increased too. That's um, that's extortion. Yeah, it's, it was below minimum wage, the most updated pay scale. It was ridiculous. Shock horror. Shock horror. I'm not surprised at <laughs> all. Um, I'm, I'm gutted. Uh, but I'm totally not surprised. Um, how, uh, you know, are you hearing from many postgrad students that aren't yourself uh, about how they're coping and how they're going at the moment? Yeah, um, I've been I've been talking to a lot of postgrad students through the um, Otago Postgraduate Association, 
And I mean, everybody seems to be affected in different ways. The most prominent thing that postgrad students are worried about is is their studies and how they're going to finish them in time and the time that's expected of them, which is already a struggle enough, for example, with a PhD student with payments, scholarship payments, if they've got a scholarship, um, only going three years when really the reality is it takes three and a half to complete a PhD. Yeah. So what's happening with scholarship extensions? Are they a thing? Are they coming to reality? Uh, they are coming to reality. They are, they are now um, something you can apply for in the hardship fund that's getting launched on my birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Happy Thanks, Harlene. <laughs> Thanks, Harlene. Um, so, yeah, you can apply for those <laughs> extensions there. And it's pretty much it goes through a panel of boards. Some of us OUSA exec members sit on it. And um, you have to pretty much say how your studies have been affected yeah. and um, to what extent. And then, yeah, the board looks at it and steps, declines, etc. Yeah, and is that, going to be, is that going to be a fast process? Yeah, you see quickly. It's going to be fast? Um, it's going through e-vision, so I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's going to be slow. <laughs> yeah. Be slow. Uh, and, you know, what are the criteria for that? Is it quite stringent? Is it going to be hard? You know, how much, what do you have to show, you know? It's, you um, don't have from I, yeah, from what I understand through the process, it'll probably be uh, something proving that you can't like sustain yourself income wise at the moment and improving how your studies have been affected. For example, if you were doing an animal study um, that you couldn't run during COVID, then you've had to start again. Um, that would be a great example of how you cannot continue. And then um, if you were to run out of scholarship payments uh, at the end of your studies, how you would need more money to sustain your Studying. Yeah. Where do you see your role uh, when we move into level two and beyond? Um, we've already talked about us slowly moving back into the office, but my role um, is just going to be around advocacy for all postgrad students, as it always has been, yeah. but um, making sure that their problems are heard by the uni um, coming back into working climates. You know, we don't want once COVID blows over, we don't want um, their problems to be ignored and yeah. we don't want them to be kind of shoved under the rug because their problems are going to be ongoing past COVID stages. That's right. So you've got all the normal work that you want to do in terms of trying to get a post-grad allowance and, and, and whatnot, but you're also dealing um, with the current situation as well. So there's a lot on your plate plus your schoolwork. So um, <laughs> good luck, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but it's the same for everyone at OUSA. Um, uh, except yeah. for us, it's just the staff. You know, I don't have any study. So I'm like... <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, it's definitely mate. been a big year to be in the exec so far. Well, I know, I know, right? Lucky Jack, lucky you, lucky the rest <laughs> of the crew. It's going to be interesting. Um, we haven't had any time to bond, you know. We had a couple, we had like a month. Yeah. To know each other. Now we've just been locked away, so can't wait was... to see them both. Face. With the workload and things like that, how do you think the university is performing performing in terms of mental health support for students at the moment? Um, do you think they're doing a good job at the moment? Uh, well, I've seen them release a few um, information panels about it on their Facebook and, and stuff with more mental health support. But to be honest, nothing that has really jumped out to me compared to um, other providers. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, here's a couple of phone numbers, right? Yeah, it's a bit bog standard. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. 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 
It's going to be interesting. Well, um, yeah, well, good luck, as I said before. Thank you for speaking to us this morning. Um, keep up the good work. Um, and, yeah, once again, th- yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, it's interesting time, so uh, maybe we'll see you next week. Maybe I'll see you in a month. <laughs> I might indeed see you next week. I, there's a bit chance of it. There is, there is indeed. But uh, keep up the good work. Good luck to uh, the postgraduate students out there and good luck with um, working uh, through the bureaucracy that is the University of Otago. Uh, have yourself a wonderful day and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Sounds good. See you, Jamie. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.